1: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Luminaire's Quest podcast where we talk everything Lorcana. I'm
0: Zach. And I'm Jacob. And
1: thanks for coming on this journey with us. Okay, so we're recording it a little bit early, we're not recording day of release, but when this rele- when this releases, tomorrow's Inklands.
0: Oh tomorrow is mean, into the Inklans. If you're it's...
1: listening to this on release day, tomorrow is the local game store release for chapter three.
0: I mean, hello future self. Are you excited? Yes. Probably. Yes, yes I
1: am. Yes I am. Um, so yeah, so today is a little bit of a little bit of a retrospective, the end of chapter two, as we leave this set and kind of you know kick off into chapter three. So a few you know quick early thoughts as we go into launch weekend on that. Um, and so yeah, we're just we're gonna have you know talk a little bit about both sides of the of the chapter as we turn the page to the the new the new season here. So um, with that said, you know we're gonna let's get into it because we got a bunch to talk about today. So. Um, as always, everyone, thanks for listening. You know, we're available on all the major podcast networks if you're listening slash watching on YouTube. Um, so Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, PocketCast, Overcast, any of the big ones like that. Um, we also do have a YouTube channel for all of our unboxings. Um, if you're listening to this on opening day, we are planning on doing a live stream of the initial cards that we get um, tomorrow on release day. So come check us out for that. And we have other YouTube content and unboxings and things along those lines, so you can check us out there. We also can follow us on Twitter at Lorcanapod, Um, and you can email questions into the show at Lorcanapod at gmail.com. And as always, thank you everyone for using our TCG Player affiliate link. If you are looking to buy singles for the new set, if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do so is to use our TCG Player affiliate link. Um, You just buy your singles like normal, and we get um, a percentage of that as part of the you know, program that we're built into and so again everybody that has used that in the past we greatly greatly appreciate the the support that you're showing the uh showing the show and um we appreciate everyone listening and and uh supporting and following along with us as always so thanks everyone for being here uh we can't thank you all enough and it's been a fantastic journey and i didn't know if we would make it to seasons when we started but we're (laughs) we're on you know this is the last episode of of our second season moving on to season three
0: so very thankful i'm very thankful that we that we got here and for you guys so thank you guys for all the above here yeah so um questions
1: comments from listeners i don't have any specific questions slash comments this time um a lot of the interactions we've having have are we have been having are just kind of all around the new card releases Mm -hmm. and so you know Getting, seeing what people type about, seeing what people are excited for, talking enchanteds, talking enchanted locations, talking you know enchanted items slash songs and things like that. So yeah, Um, I think that with that said, we can have you know work a lot of those comments into our thoughts as we move forward with some of the chapter three talks. So um, is it is it too early to talk? Chapter 3 card of the week or should we like send this Let, off with like the chapter 2?
0: Chapter 2 needs its final hurrah.
1: So I think you got to go with like the big bad then of chapter 2, right? Like I think you got to pick like a banger to go out on.
0: I think even if it's a repeat, I think do it. I think I think that's
1: a good I think that's a good call. I think even if we're going to go like you know into it, we have to go with the Let's let's just we're not even let's just I mean we've talked enough about the cards. Let's just pick our favorite card from chapter 2. We're 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 ending it. We can both pick our favorite one. Um You know, I said going in, Cinderella, Stouthearted would probably be my favorite card. Um, It's definitely up there, but I think Lady Tremaine is probably, oh man, that's a tough one. Because I say Lady Tremaine, but the second I say that, I've been playing the Sapphire Steel deck. I'm going to switch it up. We've talked about Tremaine a bunch. I'm going to say Cogsworth, Grandfather Clock. Cogsworth, Grandfather Clock, my favorite card of Chapter 2.
0: I'm glad you said that because mine is Lady Tremaine. (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. That,
1: That saves it then. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, I think the Sapphire Steel ramp with Cogsworth is really fun. I think Lady Tremaine we've talked about 10 times probably mm-hmm. being fantastic card. So I guess kind of gives you a, you know, input into where our heads have been for the, for the past set. So.
0: Well, yours is recently. That like It's probably been
1: three weeks now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I caved. I bought some bell singles from TCG player. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There um, you go and finished my sapphire deck and so yeah it's it's been really fun but um i you know i like like i've said multiple times in past episodes i'm just not the best ruby amethyst player steel song player i'm terrible steel song player i i just know that i, I just i don't have the rhythm down mm. and so um it's been the, it's been the most successful deck for me so yes i'm i'm definitely a sapphire steel fan at this point um cogsworth you know is a really really important card there so
0: i, mean, I like the pick i like the pick uh, yeah,
1: so okay, what's on our mind news slash league recap I actually have something separate okay. from just like the normal news and stuff we're gonna talk about. Um, I finally won all my you know I said coming into the year I, my goal was to win all the matches in a night and I did it was I that our last my goal
0: was that our last one? Did you do that last time?
1: I've done that twice now actually the, oh, fir- okay. the
0: first one
1: to be fair, the first one I did i I don't I didn't count as my first time doing it because two of the games I played, we against first timers there. Okay. And we were, okay. and I was that, kind of teaching them. That doesn't and so, count. Come no, I, that's why I said I said it didn't count. Okay, like, that's okay. Why I said okay. I didn't count that. I said I've done it twice, but I didn't count that one as like I've done it. Okay, because okay. I didn't. But yes, this week I beat Michael, who usually rocks my boat and smokes me, and then your brother, who has late destroyed me this set. If we, I think, I think I'm two and like six against him this split that's awesome like he's he's murdered me and i am i'm super proud of him because i think early on he was like you know i don't I, he, he wasn't he was just kind of like following along and i feel like at some point the a, a switch flipped and he like you know started to like really come up with his own strategies and stuff and so yeah super proud to to, to be kind of part of that but yeah no. he, he, he owned me and but yeah so i beat i beat two really good ones
0: no tyler tyler my brother uh Massive shout out to you, dude! If you if you listen in here, I'm sure you are. Uh, thank you, dude, and uh, thank you for uh, being the loss for Zach, but also pushing yeah. both of us, both of our games.
1: Yeah, he really did. That's a good point. He really did push me to get better too. So, um, any anything on your mind outside of like the chapter two retrospective, chapter three stuff that we're gonna get into? Anything else? I, before, like on the news side. Yeah, or just league recap type stuff or. What's on your mind? Anything outside of the stuff we're going to say?
0: Um, I think, especially like for me, these past past um, like two to three weeks, because um, I've been like, I've been getting more into constantly deck building and constantly crafting and constantly changing. That's good. And that's been a big thing for me. And so I have realized like how even the most meta deck that I play, um, which is Ruby Amethyst Bounce Control, is very versatile. Um, there's lots of different versions of it tons and i think that's uh something that i'm i am learning um so hopefully i can be i can put that into the content we're putting here and give you guys better examples of uh of what we're talking about
1: yeah no i like that and yeah i mean i think there's so many different like fidgets i've seen thrown in a bunch to like counter the minis i've seen um gosh what's the the ruby song which
0: they did that on purpose right fidget getting a mouse character they did that on purpose oh right? i
1: didn't you know honestly that didn't even occur to me but that does make sense um most diabolical scheme the banished chosen villain of yours to banish chosen character i think that that song has seen some play i've in some ruby with yeah. decks um you've got fidget you've got many we've talked about the crab no crab ursula coming in i mean yeah there's just so many different permutations depending on how you Cusco. like to play it yeah, Cusco on the the Cusco llama on the wanted llama, the the turn two option. Um, so yeah, no, I I think that's it's that's awesome. But with that said, okay, chapter two retrospective. Uh, I think we we've got plenty to talk about today as we kind of try to again close the chapter on chapter two and kind of give some thoughts on chapter three before we have the chance to experience it tomorrow. So looking back, what's the most memorable thing about chapter two for you?
0: For me, I, I think it has to be like just the overall feeling of like Lorcana just finding its footing and like really finding its place. To to me like I, I think one of the biggest ways big ways it did that was the art. Um the art every single card in this chapter. Not saying that chapter one was bad by any means. Um, but I think it just found it its place with with the art in chapter two. I, like I remember release day opening you know all the boxes and, and and packs and like every single card and we were all saying and like every single card was just like eye-popping and eye-catching yeah that's very um, true and so that's that's one of the big things but i think just the overall feeling of like lorkana just finding its footing and kind of making its place in the, the tcg realm of things
1: yeah, it's getting big. You know, I, I, I'm I kind of in that same boat uh, about, like, the game growth, but I also think about, like, where we started in chapter two versus chapter one. 100%. Like, I'm definitely still no expert. I've said this a few times, I think, now, where your ability to be, like, a deck crafter or a deck master or a theory crafter or however you want to put it, like, that's still on another level. Mm-hmm. But where we started Chapter 2 versus where we started Chapter 1 was so different. When we started Chapter 1, it was like...
0: What are you talking about? When we started Chapter 1, we were like an 8 out of 10. Remember? Do you yeah, remember?
1: Yeah, we were. And then we played Chase, and he said, no, you're not. You're like a 3. <laughs> um, and so, I, no, I just I think about like where we've come and how I continue to grow and how we continue to grow and get better and push each other like we just talked about to get better and to to grow and to understand the game better and to try to continue to evolve ourselves and play styles to to grow. And so I think that the biggest thing for me specifically in this Sapphire Steel deck I've been playing is the perfect example is depending on you know, we we've talked again a ton about like anticipation and knowing what your opponent's gonna do and trying to be ready for those moves that are gonna come and you know, obviously talking about be prepared. It's like don't flood the board on turn six when be prepared is coming turn mm-hmm. seven. Um, But I've done a very good job recently on, like, being very methodical about what I'm playing and what I'm inking. And so, like, if I'm playing a Steel Song deck with the Sapphire Ramp, Cogsworth's my most important character. You never ink Cogsworth because you go out there, he protects you from Tinkerbell, he protects you from Grab Your Swords, he protects you from all that stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're playing Ruby Amethyst... Cogsworth doesn't really mean much, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Be prepared, Cogsworth doesn't do anything against. You know, later Tremaine, Cogsworth doesn't really do anything against, and so he becomes much over-ink. An and so the flexibility like within my own play to be better, I think has grown a long way and I hope to see that like continue to advance.
0: Hope it um, rubs off on me a little bit. I need a little bit of that.
1: When was the last time you played Pixelborn? Moving on. Yeah, that's what I thought. It just comes with repetitions. I looked at my stats page the other day. I have 500 wins in Pixelborn, and my win rate is like 57%. Wow. And so that means I've played like 1,000 games. Well, so that's uh, it's a lot. So, that's called a problem. All right. but anyways, yeah, looking back in Chapter 2, um, I, I mean, there's, a, I, I don't think there's really any bad. You know, I mean, I, I think we've, you know, in the... Like awards episode, we obviously talked a little bit about how, like, you know, obviously Ruby Amethyst is the most annoying mm-hmm. deck. Which, you know, looking back, everything was like, how do I counter Ruby Amethyst? What do we do about Ruby Amethyst? Um, at the end of the day, like, there's always going to be a strongest deck. Like, there's always going to be something that's better than everything else, usually.
0: And in every kind of strategy game I have ever played, I've never played a TCG before this, um, but every strategy game I've ever played, there's always been the meta that. The meta deck that everything else is built around. that's
1: how it'll be. And so I I don't necessarily look back negatively on that, um, especially since there were so many other good decks that popped Mm up. Uh, I think it was a very healthy meta. Um, We've talked about this too on the Floodborne episode, but the Floodborns I think were very weird. Like Beast, Tragic Hero, didn't really have a shift target. Like Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody ever played that and shifted that ever. Like, I don't, I just don't, like, I don't think that ever happened. So, I think that was a weird, you know, like, some of the interactions on the Floodborns, same thing with, like, Lady Tremaine. I know she was shifted some, but she was still mainly used as, like, a normal character. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the the Floodborns were a kind of weird one this time. It was,
0: it was, it's weird that this set was Rise of the Floodborn when really only thing that would Allow that name to happen is because there is an increased amount of them.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I, I the, the, I've rarely, rarely shifted anything this set. Like, I, and the, I think that's the
0: big thing about, like, going into chapter one, you would think, like, oh, one of the best villains of the game, I think we even talked about it, was Shift.
1: Yeah, I, and, and I still think that to some degree because you can catch people off guard, but the only thing I think I ever really shifted was, like, Cinderella Stouthearted. Um, and that's usually was usually because she could attack ready characters, mm-hmm. and so if you have that shift on, she can do it on the turn she shifted with something else singing, and so yeah, it's just a weird one because everything else, you know, on chapter one, you would usually play the like the baby versions as we would always call them yes. on like Tinkerbell Tiny Tactician or. Um, what's not like uh, Stitch New Dog, you know, all of those shift targets because there just weren't better options, but with the Street Rat Yeah, guy. like I mean a street rat's still pretty good if you're playing heroic outlaw because it allows you to challenge. But yes, I mean you, you were always shifting those characters mm-hmm. because there weren't better options. Now I think there's so many cards and options available that there are just better options in those earlier slots. And so you don't need to shift as much or you're not playing those characters to begin with and so that ability to shift on there just isn't there as often Um, but yeah I I mean you know I think the biggest shift like ability impact that you have is still Tinkerbell onto Tinkerbell Tiny Tactician because you play, you shift her on and then you sing that same turn and you do 3 damage to everybody and so that's a pretty big impact but aside from that like you know, there's just I think there's more value out of playing other characters and you know making a wider board.
0: But. I, would, I would say one of the other only ones I saw that shift um, at least a little bit consistently was um, the queen. I would think.
1: Yeah, the queen did get shifted I would, I would did, a decent amount. I would say the
0: queen and stout hearted would be the the two two top when you Yeah, about I I could.
1: I could definitely agree with that. I think the queen again, you know, I think the queen like needs like a full. Case study on her own, because <laughs> yeah. the the queen is still t- and and I will like I will die on this hill that the queen commanding presence and Amber is still one of the best cards in the set. Like I still fully believe that it, it's it's just it's so weird. I think everybody just got so good at playing around her that it just became
0: she's so versatile. I I mean when you think of one single character being able to do like they she only does like the one main ability but that ability has so many other things built within it like the ability itself as it reads is, is you know it's pretty simple but the ways you can play it like my brother will play it as where it's world's grandest criminal mind and you give something else the four strength to so where it has the five it. and you can banish it that, yeah, I, I mean and that's I, just a little thing you can do. Like, yeah, there's so many other things you could do with it.
1: I mean I think that it was interesting in the sense on like you can't really quest with her on the board because your opponent's going to get a positive challenge. like mm-hmm. there's there's not any barely any scenarios, I guess I should say where you're taking away a character's force strength and they're still able to banish you in a challenge. Like, if you're taking away the force strength from the opposing character that you're challenging against, chances are you're not going to die. Mm -hmm. Like, you're probably needing six or seven strength and the only cards that meet that criteria, really, that are played are what, Maui and Monstrous Dragon? Mm -hmm. So she really was like a huge burden to challenge with her on the board. She could sing really early on because she was a shift 2. And so she could sing grab your swords, she could sing a whole new world, she could sing all that stuff on turn 2. So I, she was an incredible tool from that regard. Um but yeah, I think the 3 health just is a huge huge uphill battle because she just dies really easily. And so smash all of those songs Grab your swords, Tinkerbell, all the other types of removal that are out there, Teeth and Ambitions, like you name it, there's just so much other small types of removal like that that she just kinda fell by the wayside. And
0: almost to to segue there, another big thing that happened in chapter two was the arrival of like the three willpower like the, the concept of three willpower. And how that kind of changed the game a little bit. That
1: very much stuck with me. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Shout out Zephyr again. I'm pretty sure that was his video that talked really about, that really dove into the three willpower. But like all the, you know, there's the the separation between two willpower and three willpower is huge. And it's crazy because in chapter one, I would say the majority of the one drops. Were the two twos? Mm. I was a much bigger fan of the two twos over the one threes. I agree. Nobody played two twos anymore. It was Mickey Mouse and Olaf and Tiana. Yes. Until the cows come home this time. Like that—that's what everybody played on the first option or on the first turn.
0: Or I believe was was the queen two two the the one.
1: Yeah, I mean there were obviously like Stitch, new dog, a few dog played, A few exceptions. The the shift targets are a little different because like Stitch, new dog, and the queen were both played sparingly.
0: No, not trying to get on you. Just wanted to like.
1: No, but I but ninety percent of the matchups are going to play those one threes because of teeth and ambitions, because grab of your grab your sword, because of um, let the storm rage on. Like there are just so many two damage dealing songs and two damage dealing item or not items but actions that you're just going to lose a trade there. And so yeah, it, it, I, I would say the the three strength or three willpower three strength phenomenon was a big one for me. And then you know, as a wayside, the one three is kind of coming out of that. You know, the one three Flynn Rider from chapter two is like, why do we need another one drop Flynn? It's like, well, that's why that's, because Green re- Green needs a one three.
0: Um, and I think that that was actually a, a huge little upgrade for for Emerald, just to shout that out there. Like the, the Flynn that ever like at least me and you thought was kind of a waste. yeah.
1: I mean, it it definitely makes sense now. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's again, it's really interesting as this stu- these things develop. You know, I, I think it happened in chapter one too. But it, like watching the meta develop, you know, I think early on, we, we talked about this before too. Popsicle like blew through the community like wildfire. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hiram. Was went from like you know seventy five cents to like twelve dollars overnight on single prices,
0: and that was very short lasted, but still yeah, happened. Yeah, because
1: you look at him now, and he's like thirty cents again. Like yeah. one of the what people considered the best cards in the game is like under a dollar right now, mm-hmm. and it went above ten dollars, and so it like took the community like wildfire, um, and then people figured out uh, spellbook and flute. And it tanked like wildfire. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it got put out like it would in the frozen tundra. Um, because the those passive lore generators. And so I you know, I think like popsicle, passive lore generation, um, you know, Ruby Amethyst control, counter Ruby Amethyst control, um, Tiana uh aggro with all the bodyguards, um, what's the the Tiana the steel, her I subtext. I don't know her subtext. I need I'm to, sorry. I'm going to look it up too. I'm, I'm already right here. So Tiana, the the celebrating princess, the one from the starter deck. There is then the Tiana agros to counter all of that, so that you couldn't play the songs. You couldn't, you know, rush in the be prepared to to clear the board. Um, so yeah, I, I I think the evolution I, I, that happened in chapter one too, but the constant like pop up of like oh this is cool or oh this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. that, I think that happened a ton the to set, and so I, I really enjoyed that about this. The split too.
0: No, hundred percent I agree. Like, um, I, I just think like overall just like what we're talking about here is there's lots of interesting like advancements, um, and and things that would just kinda of pop up and then quietly go away. Nothing nothing
1: Amber, Amber Amethyst Agro, perfect example to
0: your point. Exactly. But nothing to the extent of Popsicle, I would say. No. Popsicle was insane. Um, and I think an event in the Lacana community that would be talked about for for years <laughs> to come. It very well could. Um, um, but yeah, it, it's awesome. I, I loved all the the different it, It's just when you sit back and look at it and you're not in the middle of it, it's a really interesting sight to to behold there.
1: That's why I like doing these retrospectives because there's so many of these little events that happened
0: um, that the community cr- created, I think.
1: yeah, uh, you know, we're again, we're recording this before the day this comes out. and so, I don't have it happened but we played our first tournament. I'm hoping we did really well in our first
0: tournament. <laughs> I mean, I I would say I'm I'm still trying to figure out all the kinks for me. I would say at the very least you played your first tournament. Um I'm going to I'm going to hopefully play my first tournament. You better be there.
1: Um I I'm kind of nervous because I usually have pretty good like m- opponent manners but That's what it's just you're in such a different realm when there's money on the line and so you have to like be on your best behavior and actually I'm, like do a really good I, job
0: of talking through it all. I seriously I don't know how I'm, if we play each other. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Just give me the win and call it good. Just I might. It. I seriously, I I dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> I that see so this is going to be a fun thing to talk about, but uh Moving on to our, our next little thing here. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I I don't think you can talk about chapter two without talking about bounce.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'll give I'll give a little like my my story on it and like how like kind of like I first heard about it. So like amethyst in uh, before chapter one released, um was was my favorite ink because I just thought it was a like seemed really unique. I liked a lot of the characters within it. Um, I think you
1: were a big spell guy too. I think you liked like the the spelly kind of side of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought like um, from the other side. Like, I, I like that. Um, I actually, I like the Facilier build that you know. I thought a few people thought was gonna be meta that never was. Um, but overall, just like the card draw as well. I really liked all the the card draw that was going on, which is obvious for nowadays. Um, but then I just I just loved Amethyst. I've always loved Amethyst. Um, and so I played Ruby Amethyst Control during Chapter 1. And so going into Chapter 2, um, I was like, maybe I don't want to play like the most amount of thing. Maybe I kind of want to do my own builds. So maybe I want to do like a... This is when I was crazy. I wanted to do a, a Duke Royals deck. Grand Duke Royals oh, deck. Oh, I
1: remember those days.
0: Oh my gosh, I can't believe... And this is all recorded on audio, so one day I'll have to look back at all this and, and fully realize. And then I did a Emerald Steel Damage deck.
1: Emerald Steel Damage Pip deck, yeah.
0: Which I actually love that I did, because it's very unique. And I won games with it. It wasn't terrible.
1: Uh, you know, we're, we're kind of coming to the end of the reflection and moving on to the next one. I mean, not I'm not moving you on, I'm saying... <laughs> That's a foreshadow into what's coming, chapter three, because that might be getting some new life breathed into it. I
0: swear, if my if my build comes back, I'm going to be so proud of myself that I thought of it. Like,
1: yeah, that's a, that's a, that was. I mean, I agreed. I really like you know, Relentless Beast and Emerald. I think you know we were both on like the hype train for that one. Mm-hmm. We knew we were over hyping it, um,
0: but you know, at the end of the day, we both really liked it. Um, but really, th- to talk about that there, like, that was kind of my like that was my intro and then i heard i heard about all the ruby amethyst talk i was like all right do i want to go do the most meta thing again like cuz I, I was losing a lot of games cuz I, I wasn't playing anything special and like all right fine i'll just i'll just go do the meta, most meta thing cuz i have a lot of ruby amethyst cards i'll just do that and i completely fell in love with the playstyle and bounce archetype and the bounce build um, so I know that's what you wanted to move on for, from it to the, to bounce, But just wanted to kind of give like my my discovery of it, I guess. Yeah, no,
1: I, I mean I th- I think balance is obviously the strongest thing, and I and you know the I haven't seen anything from Chapter Three that like really counters that either. So I think it'll still be very much a part of Aunt Ruby Amethyst or just Amethyst in general. Um, those four core cards of Rabbit, Snake, Fox, Goat. Are still going to be really, really, really strong, um, but yeah, tier lists. I think our tier lists were really good this time. I not. I, I wouldn't say fantastic, but I would still say really good. So like, OP. We had Termaine, Hiram, Stouthearted, Cinderella, Ballroom Sensation, and Arthur.
0: Go through it one more time. I want it Termaine, Hiram. Okay.
1: S- Cinderella, Stouthearted, Cinderella, Ballroom Sensation. And Arthur.
0: I think that's fair.
1: I, I, don't, I don't think Stout Heart is OP. I think she's probably A tier. I
0: mean, I'm not saying it's completely correct. I'm just saying it's fair.
1: No, I th- yeah. I, I, it's, it's much better. And, and we even said this on here. And then A tier, we have Prince John, Fox, Goat, Rabbit, Snake, uh, Queen Commanding Presence, Benja. Sheer Khan's probably too high in A tier, but that's not like the worst take of all time. Beast tragic hero should probably flip with Cinderella Stouthearted harder be mm-hmm. the and be the op tier. Um, Let the storm rage on, Relentless Beast, Cheshire Cat. I'll stick by those being a tier. I think Emerald in general is just in shambles, and so Cheshire
0: Cat. I don't think deserves it. Unfortunately, I, no. I think I
1: like as a card itself, it does. I think the the like. Again, I think...
0: I love that card so much. <laughs> I think Mem
1: Fox in a vacuum is terrible. I think the supporting stuff around her is what makes it so good. Same thing. I think Cheshire Cat in a vacuum is fantastic, but the supporting stuff around it is terrible. So yeah. it's kind of flip flop from that regard. Um, Nick Wilde, Popsicle, Sorcerer's Spellbook. I think all those are fair. Uh, B, we have Teeth and Ambitions. You've got Alice, World's Greatest Criminal Mind, Cogsworth. Guest on, Powerhouse, uh, Minnie Mouse Surfer, uh, Let the Storm Rage On, Scar, Noi, Pinocchio, uh, Floodborne, Flynn Rider. I think all of those are relatively good takes. I mean, Alice maybe doesn't belong there. Cogsworth maybe belongs in A tier. Um, but I think everything else is like pretty solid there. The one thing that I'll call out, I don't want to go through all of these for the rest of it, but the one thing I'll call out before we move on uh, Mufasa in C tier and we even said when we put it in C tier this is going to be a bad take looking back
0: on it's always the the amber legendaries right? I
1: remember I vividly remember us saying this we're going to look back on this and regret it yeah and somebody finally figured it out that's smarter than me and of course I would say it's probably an A tier card
0: I think I think it's the perfect way to put it
1: um okay so let's let's talk chapter 3 now
0: I want to I want to say one can I say one last yeah, thing about chapter 2 I don't know why, but I feel sad. I feel a little sad that we're leaving Chapter Two. I I know we're not. I know it's a weird way to say, but I feel like more nostalgic towards it than Chapter One. And I know oh, that's a weird thing I'm to say. I'm definitely
1: not. I was. I, I'm more ready for this new set than I was for Chapter Two. I think not.
0: And I think I am as well. I think that's if I think that's. Yeah, I'm, I don't, right. I'm
1: in a very much different spot. You know. Card availability is much different now. I mean, chapter when we were leaving Chapter 1, it's like, there are still cards I need a bunch from Chapter 1 yeah. to finish play sets to be able to play. Like, I still need Rapunzel's. I still need Surfer Stitches. I still needed um, Mo- Monstrous Dragons and Bells, uh, the Legendaries. And so there's just so many cards I needed that like I was like, I'm not ready to go like have to get all this new stuff now and I don't have all the old stuff. I feel like I'm in a good place now from all the cards we have to be able to play what we want. So from that respect, it's a little different. Um, but no I, i'm I'm super ready to go i you know I, I, early on I wasn't ready for locations but I'm definitely coming around to it mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I, I i can understand what you're saying but think i think I'm just saying I feel a little differently which obviously we each you know are a little different so that's no big deal but
0: I'm just gonna miss you chapter two and i and I appreciate you chapter two
1: yes chapter two we are closing the book on you and moving on to chapter three
0: righty Into the ink.
1: Um, what's the most thing you're excited for? Thing you're most excited for? However I said that wrong, I think, but.
0: All right, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it because it's, it's on the mind. Um, Amethyst being good again, like, continuing to be good. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, that's my favorite ink. So Amethyst continuing to be I, I think the powerhouse that it, it, it's always been. What you mean
1: Jafar plus a whole new world is just incredibly busted?
0: I don't even I think I think even if you take that out of the picture, obviously it's different. But even if you take the Jafar out of the picture, which I think I mean, we'll talk about that <laughs> card as its own category here. Um but there's there's a few cards that it's like do they just wanna Put these in amethyst to just make it their like. Do they is Ravensburger's favorite amethyst? I mean, it might be. Like, there's there's cards that are in here that don't even necessarily work. Like, I would see even on a lesser extent with like the Alice card. I I forget is it like T alchemist or, or something like that? The like, new
1: the newest one that just came out, like, or one of the one of the last releases. Well, from it's, amethyst? A, it's the
0: super rare. Yeah, she yeah. she like, and that's not. I don't I don't think it's gonna be a crazy like crazy crazy card. But it's like. Couldn't they have gave... Like, that's a that's a bonus to any other ink could have had. You e- know what I mean?
1: Exert chosen opposing character, all other opposing characters with the same... And all of the opposing characters with the same name. I mean, I think that's the neat... The, the, it's a little niche with all other opposing characters with the same name. But I mean, but... it's
0: like, that could be really... Like, that could be, down the line, a really good counter to a deck. Couldn't they have given that to another ink? Why does everything... You know, like, counters and everything. Like, this always has to be in in Amethyst. I think
1: it feels like that to you because that's the way you like to play. Like, I think it fits your play style and so you get it the most. Granted, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think the best cards released are in Amethyst. I think the Jafar card is by far and away going to be the chase card i think it's going to be chapter one's rapunzel chapter 2's tragic beast there's i i feel very very strongly about that if i'm doing a tier list today it's in a it's it's in an s plus category Mm -hmm. and everything else is below that
0: i i agree um
1: you know i don't really know what i want to play i've been having a ton of fun with sapphire steel and kind of want to stick to it i love the new gramatala i love the new item the the heart of tefiti that lets you put cards from your inkwell into or from your deck into your inkwell directly Um, i like the locations that allow you to put all the cards from there that are banished into your inkwell so i like a lot of the the things that are coming out from from sapphire but i still don't i think it's a little underwhelming compared to some of the other inks but in general i think the thing i'm most excited for which I don't want to get into it all necessarily right now because it's a little bit off topic. So there's, I'm just going to say two things. First one, being organized play stuff, Rockstar, Stitch, Enchanted, and Playmats. That's probably the first thing that comes to mind because I, I want that card so bad. Um, but if I had to say what specifically about like the cards in the set I'm most excited about, it's probably the Sapphire stuff. And again, I think that's just a little bit selfish, yeah. if a bad word, because that's what I've been playing Um, but I really, really, really have been enjoying playing Sapphire. I want a Lucky Dime brew to work. I really, really, really love the Lucky Dime and would love to figure out a way to make that work. I think it makes um, other cards a lot stronger because like Bell, for instance, you you might not always be able to get Bell off and get that five lore, but if you play Bell after Lucky Dime and then you use your Lucky Dime, you still get the five lore from Bell. So I, I really like that interaction and synergies you get, um, kind of. And then I'll, I'm, the last thing I'll say, and then I kind of want your take on this one. But the other thing I'm really excited about is breathing new life into older cards.
0: I I see that, and I see I see what you're saying. I think that like there's a few there's a few examples of those. Quite a few, I'd say. Um,
1: the first example I want to bring up is one that hits near and dear, and is close to you. And that's the beast card from Steel. And no, not the tragic hero, the other one, the selfless protector.
0: Okay, you, I, I haven't heard this, this yet, I don't think.
1: No, I, I don't think there's like anything super like that I need to say specifically about him. But I think as we talk about like the damage dealing decks and kind of like the emerald steel um, damage pips. With the relentless beast as well, I think having someone like him out there that can just like absorb damage, is you know could be a cool thing. And then, you know, you sent me the the note from somebody online that had kind of already figured out the brew from the sheriff of Nottingham and the location. Relentless beast. Yep, and And Bayou and Relentless Beast and Tiana's Bayou, where Tiana's Bayou lets you. Quest or anytime you quest there, you get to draw a card and choose one to discard, kind of like that steel mechanic Mm -hmm. from Simba and Cinderella. But then, Sheriff of Nottingham says, Anytime you discard a card, you get to deal one damage to chosen opposing character. And so, you deal a damage because of that card you discarded from being in Tiana's Bayou. And anytime you deal a damage, you get to ready your Relentless Beast who's in Tiana's Bayou, and then you quest him again. And so there's, like, this infinite loop of potential lore.
0: I'll give a credit to, I believe it was the Inkwell that that said that. Yeah, shout out
1: out. out the Inkwell for the the first one we saw of that. Um, So my point of that is, is, like, I think you you were bringing back, like, Chapter 2 Relentless Beast, potentially. I think having Beast Selfless Protector in there as well could also, like, shield some of your other cards that could bring new life into it. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know I think just the the idea of breathing new life into older cards I think it happened a little bit with Chapter 1 going into Chapter 2 uh, But again, I think they're just such a bigger backlog of cards now That there's more potential for that to happen um, So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited for that that thought or that potential
0: I think, and this is one my brother Tyler has been yelling from the rooftops To come, to come back Because it's one of his favorite cards that like, I, I love Beast Relentless and, and Beast self His version of that would be Grand Pabby. I think, I, there's yeah. a chance. No,
1: there definitely is. There's I, a chance. I think with Pluto specifically, yes. the bodyguard and Amber, um, which I'm trying to scroll through to him real quick. The The Pluto bodyguard is really interesting because he's a Shift 5, so you do have to shift him, but he can get out about the same time as some of the other bigger bodyguards like Goofy or Maximus. Um, But his ability is, at the start of your turn, remove up to three damage from this character. So not only is he a bodyguard, but he's a self-healing bodyguard. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever going to try to do damage to him, then you have to take him out. Because on top of that, speaking about breathing new life into older cards, you have Grand Pabby, like you talked about. But then we've also got the Chapter 2 Rapunzel. You know, Chapter 1 Rapunzel continued to dominate in Chapter 2. But the Chapter 2 Rapunzel says... um, remove or wait that's the, that's the non floodborn version the floodborn rapunzel from chapter two is whenever you remove one or more damage from one of your characters you may draw a card so at the start of your turn if you've got rapunzel on board and uh pluto has damage on him he's going to self-heal himself you're going to draw off of rapunzel and you're going to go about your merry way <laughs> and so i i like the I like the potential again to breathe life into older cards that maybe didn't necessarily see as much time as they needed. So I like I like you know that potential out there mm-hmm. too. Um, any other thoughts about trap three? I mean, we haven't even really talked about locations, but they're all.
0: So I, I do want, I do have this I, one thing I at least want to say by the end of the episode that I'd like to do with you. Okay, go for it. Um, but card that is being hyped right now that is not going to see any meta play. And card that is being hyped Ooh. that is going to see meta play on a high level.
1: I don't know. I, I think it's really tough to say which one's being hyped that won't see play. Because I for me,
0: it is Chernabog.
1: I think he'll see some play. I, I don't think he'll be like in the like he'll be in every meta deck. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll be played. I think in aggro builds, he's gonna be a two of. And maybe he comes out, maybe he doesn't. But if you do get him, it'll be a real disruptor.
0: I just don't think he's going he's gonna to fulfill the hype. I, I don't mean, think I,
1: he's going to be a meta definer. Mm-hmm. I think he will be part of the meta.
0: And I'm going to be real honest here. I hope I'm wrong because the Chernabog is, is awesome. I love the concept of it. But Okay, what
1: do you think will fulfill the...
0: I think Jafar will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... That's my
1: answer too. Even, in,
0: even if for some weird reason the Steel Amethyst whole new world doesn't work out. Rabbit still there exists you like there's so many other things that still exist even if the steel amethyst whole new world doesn't work
1: yeah yeah i don't i don't know i mean i you know there are a couple other options out there that for like cards that are hyped that will work i think the 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 legendary ursula and emerald the deceiver of all that lets you like double play songs like that's kind of busted i think she'll bring and then brings them back
0: Into your deck if you... you Yeah, and then it puts them
1: back in your deck to help keep you from decking yourself out. Um, I think that... Gosh, I'm really bad. I I really don't know. I think the hyped cards are pretty spot on this time. Um, I I, I don't want to just sit here and, like, follow around trying to find one. I I, I think that there hasn't been a ton of hype over stuff that won't be good. I think everybody's starting to get real... There's a lot of understanding around the game. There are cards I think that have been like a little hype that could be good or bad, like Mm -hmm. the the new Floodborne Grammatala. I would love her to be good. Mm -hmm. Like she's you know, I would love that to be part of my deck going forward. I think that's gonna
0: I think that's gonna be similar to the Grandpappy of this set.
1: It very well could be. Um, but you know, so you have Grammatala, which is anytime you put a card into your inkwell, you gain one lore. Um, but I think you have some synergy cards. I think you have cards that are going to help, like, activate that. And I'm trying to find the song, The Friends Like Me, which says put the three, the top three cards of your deck into your inkwell face down and exerted. So not only are you gaining three ink, but you're gaining three lore off of that mm-hmm. as well. And so I, like, you know, I think there are potential. I, I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. I don't think that and the reason I'm not saying that is, like, overhyped. I don't think it's overhyped. I think it's, like in the right lanes but
0: yeah No absolutely i mean and i mean there's there's so many like if you just think of this as like disney characters in general perspective like there's so many great properties that were either boosted or brought into the game like for me um one of my top three disney movies is atlantis um the lost empire um and that was really brought to to a full in in this set um and which brought a lot of uh, personal joy to me and also Treasure Planet um, with Jim Hawkins getting a legendary and R- RLS Legacy getting a- enchanted w- along with uh, Morph. Um, yeah. Like Treasure Planet and Atlantis being one of my probably top two Disney movies for me personally uh, growing up and and into early adulthood. Um i've i've loved seeing uh all those get expanded upon
1: yeah i've rewatched atlantis and and treasure planet since then but um okay we gotta we gotta wrap up with locations i think i know we've talked about them a couple times but now that they're all out i think it's it's important to at least like give our terrible perspective so we can look back and see how wrong
0: we were i don't want to talk about i mean we're going to talk about them but it's like i just i'm i'm I know I'm going to regret whatever I'm going to so say about it. So
1: what location do you think will be the best? We've got DeVille Manor, Fang, River City, Jolly Roger, Maui's Place of Exile, Nottingham, Neverland, Montanui, Sorcerer's Tower, Bell's House, Agrabah, uh, Forbidden Mountain. I think there's a few others that aren't necessarily right here. Cusco's Palace, RLS Legacy, uh, The Bayou, um, Tiana's Palace, Pride Lands, Queen Castle. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I think there's three per ink.
0: Yes, I think you're right.
1: So, which one do you think will be good? Which one do you think will not be good?
0: I think Jolly Roger is. Where
1: well, are you good? Is good or bad? Is good. Okay, that that was gonna be my good take
0: too. Um, I think. So it should, we'll go through it here. So it's a one cost uninkable. Um, I don't. Is there a specific name for this, but two to move like yeah, to the location?
1: Two, I I think that's the best way to say it is two to move characters too. Yeah.
0: Them. Um and then five willpower. And as two abilities. Um the characters less...
1: get rushed when moved there. Yeah,
0: and then your pirate characters. And they move
1: here for free. Okay. I
0: c I can't the Yeah, the, the monitor's text. a little yeah. a little far from me. Um But I think at a that card being able to play at a one cost and you know, two being able to move there. Um, is pretty valuable. Like
1: giving rush is in, incredibly valuable. So you know, once you get a little bit later in the game, and have the option to give characters rush like heroic outlaw,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know, it becomes incredibly valuable. And so, I agree. I, Jolly, I, I won't I won't say Jolly Roger because I just you know we can talk about a few other ones, but. I'll say Pride Lands, I think, will be really good.
0: I agree. That was Pride my second Lands one. Pride
1: Lands is a two-cost uninkable from uh, Amber, and it says characters here get two-plus willpower while they're there. And then if you have a king or prince character here, you may pay one less ink to play characters, so
0: Royal is coming around? It's gonna be meta.
1: I don't, I don't know if this will be like the most meta card. I don't know if it'll be like the strongest location ever, or if it'll be incredibly played. Because anytime it's uninkable, it you know obviously has an uphill battle. Um, but I, I think the the potential, the power of that is one of the best. Whether that's meta and really played or not, that's a different story.
0: I do think that location in particular in all locations is going to make a card that we talked about earlier which is the queen um being able to give is it four willpower to yeah um i think oh, that's a good point just with how beefy locations are in general um i mean i think the lowest what's the lowest four that's I, just the lowest, one the lowest is 3 i think right on uh on bayou wherever that is is bayou oh, have 3
1: okay yeah i didn't realize that
0: um which is the only one that has 3 i believe um, like there's yeah. seven eights, and those are all like I think the highest uh, highest ink we have is four ink.
1: Uh yeah, I think the highest is four as well.
0: Um, so I I think that a card that will gets even more resurgence will be there's even a nine will power I just saw on the Mcduck Manor. Manor yeah. Um, I think resurg- resurgence for the Queen. I think Could be. giving uh, just a little hot take there.
1: Um, I would like to work Montanui into my Sapphire deck, which, you know, anytime a character is banished from Montanui, um, it goes into your Inkwell, so basically everybody turns into Gramatala. Mm. Um, so for Ink Ramp, I think, you know, it slows you down a little bit, because you have to pay to move characters there, but everything turns into Ink, and so does that initial cost pay off in the long run? I
0: don't think it works when it's counteracting itself. Like, you know what I mean? Even Like, when something you're trying to do is counteracting what... You know what I mean, like when it's you're trying to ramp, but playing
1: it keeps you from ramping.
0: Yes, you know what I mean. Uh, Yeah, I
1: don't know. Again, I I think that that's what I'm saying. I I don't know if that one's gonna be good or not. Regardless of all of that, I think there are a lot of interesting ones. I've said a hundred times. I'll say it again. I'm not a brewmaster by any means. I don't know how many locations you should run. Like I don't know if you're running a steel deck you need two lo- two different locations there like or my, my need...
0: prediction is one one per deck one probably location.
1: so maybe two um, and the only reason I say two is because like McDuck Manor for instance um, it's it's a four cost and it has nine willpower and it grants you two lore so it, it's kind of a vanilla that it doesn't have any um, any abilities to it But the fact that it's giving you Two passive lore every turn Off of a of four cost I mean that's like a flute That you don't have to sing for And nine willpower is a lot of willpower
0: Yes it is that's So I, I don't insane. know I,
1: I think that like if you're treating it Just like a character card That's kind of going to go out there And be annoying um, Then you could potentially have You know Maybe more than one But yeah I think in general You're probably going to have just one I don't know.
0: That's, that's that's. I'm I'm a noob too. That's where I'm at.
1: <laughs> I think you're gonna have one that you actually want to move characters to, and mm-hmm. then maybe another one that just passively generates lore like that. Again, we'll look back <laughs> on this and we'll say I'm inc- incredibly wrong, but that's kind of my take, I guess. So, um, any any, I guess that I I think that kind of covers it. I know like it's really hard to just sit here and talk about locations like so nonchalantly. But we really don't know yet. Like We, we don't, just, we don't yeah. want
0: to make the same mistake a third time. I don't that even we've think,
1: I, I don't mind. Like, at this point, it's hilarious. So if we can look back on this and say how terrible it was, like, I'm fine. I just, like, I don't, I don't have any takes because I haven't played it yet. Again, you know, the pace of the, like, this could very well change the pace of the game. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't change the pace and you have to, like, work it into your pace. Or maybe this does slow, like, slow everybody's game down. You know, like, do aggro decks play these to make them more aggro or make them more annoying, or do they just bypass locations and say we're just going even harder into, you know, the twenty lore? I don't know, and that I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely have another locations discussion um, come, you know, call it three weeks or from now or so. But yeah, I, th- I think that's the the biggest things I'm looking forward to this set. Uh, organized play, I'm super excited for the store championships and the Stitch Playmat and Stitch Rockstar promo card. I'm really excited to breathe new life into older cards and to like rethink the way that some of those old older cards work. You know, Shout out Grand Pabby, shout out um, uh, Be Selfless Protector, shout out a couple of those other ones that maybe not, haven't gotten the love that they deserve. Um, and then obviously I'm excited to see how locations fit into decks and how the true brewmasters like Steadfast and Cepha are able to to come up with these things.
0: I mean, the I think there's a lot of tools in in this set, especially with with locations that are going to be just very interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, that's really what's going to be. You know, we were talking about those events in chapter two. It's going to be really interesting to just look back from afar and kind of witness all the ups and downs yeah. and and all the changes that that's going to be. Happening. I would th- I
1: would think there will be a bunch of that too because yes. PA, I don't think people will have this figured out right away i no. think we'll think we have it figured out and then we'll there'll be something else that comes along and be like oh they got it figured out and yeah, yeah. something else that comes along um i don't know if i said this 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 episode or not but real quick we'll go over it um we already said favorite enchanted didn't we we did that last episode maybe we did no it. we
0: did chapter two enchanted or no Because you said i said you said, said kita yeah you said kita i think we've talked about we, it might have been last episode but um the Enchanted... Oh, we'll just talk about the enchanted in general. Like, their art style um, is all very it's, distinct.
1: Yeah, it's all very similar, I think, this time, too. Like, a lot of them look very, like, portraity. And
0: I believe, was it Steve Warner that said um, that they're going to continue where, like, each Enchanted set is going to have its own art style for, the, for each set, and they're going to continue that? Yeah, I'm down for that. Um, and honestly, I think that this is probably, overall, my favorite set of enchanted's yet
1: i think chapter one still probably mine just because i'm like really connected to those now and that's just like, it's fair like i'm already nostalgic about them. like i've only i have only got one but i i really want maui i really want heroic outlaw i really want um genie uh genie on the job i really want the bell that tyler has sure so there's just yeah i mean and i think some of that has to do with the characters too like genie's super iconic Belle is super iconic Aladdin is super iconic um, obviously there's a Mickey one here and a Molescent one here uh, and a Pan one here but I think in general I just yeah I'm, I'm it's already weird I'm nostalgic about it and it's six months old
0: though, though I get it because I, I feel kind of weirdly the same with chapter two and I know it's even more weird
1: yeah but okay final thoughts after this chapter three will have come out and we're going to be in the thick of it so final thoughts before chapter three comes out let me hear it
0: um I'm I'm just excited. I think that's just the, like the overall, like yeah. it's just, it's exciting. Um, obviously, you know, we're excited about every new chapter release. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, I just, a big question on my mind that I'll, I guess I'll end with here for me is, uh, is Ruby Amethyst going to continue being the meta?
1: That is, I think that's a good question. We need to, yeah, so let's, gosh, I, we, we're 53 minutes in now. We're on a long one, but one, Um. yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it You're having a well mental could, breakdown it, over here. Yeah, it very well could because it's it I, I don't think there's anything that's like I think there's cards that have made other things better, but I don't think there's anything that has like really countered Ruby Amethyst to make it worse. I mean obviously you have some of the emerald stuff, like the Ursula that sings. Then you have bare necessities that makes people that shows people your hand and makes you discard a card. There's the
0: Ursula does the, same the thing.
1: Ursula um from emerald that does the same thing then there's the ursula singer from emerald that lets you replay songs so like bear necessities you can make them discard two songs so i think there's tools out there in general that disrupt but i I still i just i think there's so many like just tools that amethyst has and ruby has to just make it really really rock solid so do i think it'll be really good still yeah i think it'll be fantastic Um, I'm hoping that everything else kind of like elevates to it versus like it coming down Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I don't know I I would like to make some like spicy takes right now and just like really kick it off and just be wrong about everything but uh, my spicy take is that uh, Weeby Vanderquack is going to be the best
0: card whoa Whoa, Webby (laughs)
1: Webby, whatever. Well,
0: I mean, Ducktales. I do
1: not watch Ducktales. She was in the original. Spencer's gonna shoot me for that, but I've never watched it. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm super excited. I keep, I'm being very indecisive because I we're way over time here. But um, no, I, I, I'm really excited. I'm incredibly pumped for all this new stuff to come out. I think there's a lot of fantastic things that are coming. I think it's gonna like really evolve the game versus kind of just like a you know like a step change. I think it's really gonna change it, which is gonna be fun. Uh, to have to deal with all the new things and learn the new things. Um, and then the organized play. Organized play is going to be gonna be it. I'm, I'm excited for organized play because I want to win my Stitch Rockstar.
0: I think you'll get it, dude. You'll ah, get God, it.
1: I hope. All right. That's it, everyone. Welcome to Chapter 3. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. And we'll catch you next time with the weekend recap from Chapter 3 release.
0: All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone.